Hey everyone, I'm Alexa. And I'm Catherine. And we're the girls behind Tickets, Please. And today we're back with another episode of Romcoms. Who's Our- ready for the early 2000s? The arts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm much more excited for those who listened to our last episode i was pretty negative and hard on the 90s and i think you're gonna see the real me loving every single movie that came out in the 2000s so hopefully the spirit of this episode will be a lot more carefree (laughs) i'm very excited to hear what's going to be on your list and please start okay all right i'm gonna start big i'm gonna start with A movie that I've told you several times is one of my favorite movies of all time. And not because it's a good movie, but it's, he's just (laughs) not that into you. Oh, but it is. I mean, you're right. It's not. It's not. It's easily top five movies. Yeah. In both the fact that I've seen it bazillion times and that I do genuinely love it. It's every time I, I recently watched it because I, I watched, um, it was after I watched Passengers. I was so revved up that I needed to yeah. like, calm down after watching <laughs> Passengers. And I put that movie on and I've seen it double digits times and I cried at a part I've never cried at. Aww. And so it I has did. so many good people in it. I the, love yeah. movies like that. The, those, totally. what are they called? Ensemble cast? Yes. And I think it's um, some of those ensemble movies tend to be a little cheesier and not as good and I think it's yeah. on the better end I maybe it's because I'm it's my favorite so to me it seems a little better than like a Mother's Day one I don't know if you saw Mother's Day but it was not that great but I, don't think I even knew that existed yeah, I think it does I saw parts of it Valentine's Day is also okay but not great oh my god I love it it's I, gr- I mean it's fully great but it's yeah. as far as quality wise oh, I think no, this yeah. is a better quality I mean I would agree yeah <laughs> The Justin Long, Jennifer Goodwin story carrying through the whole movie is one of my favorite rom-com stories ever. It's so good. The two of them are uh, so adorable. She, I am such a shame she's not in more things because I really love her. She's so likable. And she is adorable in that movie. They gave her a perfect name. Her name is Gigi in that movie. And she is such a Gigi. All of the other stories going on. For, so what made me cry in this most recent viewing was my appreciation for the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston story of that yes. movie. Yes. It's yeah. weirdly underrated because it's not heavily featured. It's a very, there's only a couple of scenes with them in it. Because I guess maybe they're on the higher end of like the famousness of the movie. So maybe they didn't have enough time to devote or or who knows. But their story is so cute. It really is great. And it's it's a more of like a mature absolute of a love story. Like when he comes to the house after her dad has the heart attack and he's doing the dishes. Oh my god. I, I can't. I just I can't. It's, it's too yeah. much. Literally that is too a much. moment. I mean, and sh- and then he yeah. proposes to her after she said you don't have to, so then you know he really wants mm. to, and he's and what he says. I love you so much, so much, and I want to make you happy. I need to make you happy for me to even have a shot at being happy. 
Will you marry me? <laughs> yes, of course I will. Yes. Yes. And I just I lost it. I was like, mm, I've seen this a million times. I could just, I just recited a line to you and, and was crying watching it. Like I've never seen it. <laughs> oh, God, it's so great. So that, that's that because I mean, it obviously was, that was a no brainer. This list was weirdly e- easy for me to make because it had so many of those no brainers for me. So let's, yeah. let's hear your first one. Okay. My first one is the proposal. <gasps> obviously love Sandra Bullock how can you not love her um I love Ryan Reynolds I (laughs) love them together yeah the dynamic that they have Mm -hmm. like because she you know is his boss Mm -hmm. and watching her discover when they get to Alaska watching Uh her discover that his family owns the whole town (laughs) and when they pull up to his family home and everything yes such a I don't know if I can describe the feeling that it gives me uh-huh. I love it and maybe you'll be able to put in a clip of my favorite one of the funniest lines I uh-huh. think in the movie oh, oh, oh. oh my god naked. why are you oh wet don't look at me don't look I don't at understand me. why are you wet oh god you're showing everything covered up for the love of god I don't know what it's like not it's not like elevated highbrow comedy or anything but it just gets me every time oh my god that is so funny all right I'm gonna keep on the trend of my all-time faves and go with 27 dresses that's next on my list too really yeah oh my gosh the scene where she tries on the dresses uh, is like hall of fame level rom-com i it is one of the best sequences in a movie <laughs> oh so good and when they get drunk in the bar and sing benny and benny the and the jets gonna hairy hands and music so the walrus sound <gasps> walrus sounds take pennies and longer in a cement jet Ooh, but you're so lays down benny and jets She's got electric boots, boots, low her shoes, you know, I read in a magazine. Oh, I love so much. Benny and the Jets. Yeah, I, I, I would want them to be together in real life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But even the beginning is wonderful when she's at the two weddings and she's changing between the dresses. Yes. It's I so mean, good. and she pays the cab guy and then it's the same cab guy at the end. Like I can't. And she keeps taking money away from him every time he, yeah, every time he looks her. at her because she's changing in the back. <laughs> Which could never fly in a movie these days, but oh, yeah. it was done in such a funny, lighthearted way. Yes. That whole movie is very lighthearted. I remember like, what her sister does to the wedding dress. Oh, your oh mom's my wedding God. dress. Heartbreaking. You tell him the truth, or I will. No, you won't. You wouldn't hurt a fly, and you definitely wouldn't hurt me. I'm your sister. That was yesterday. Today, you're just some bitch who broke my heart and cut up my mother's wedding dress. It is. 
and the end scene when they show all the dry, all the all the bridesmaids that yes bridesmaids in and they're all in their dresses. I mean, yeah. come on! I mean, come on! I love that movie. So that was on your list too. It was. So you go ahead. Oh, so now I get to your third. Okay, thirteen going on thirty was on your list it's on my honorable mentions okay good it was so, very painful to take off my list freaking mark ruffalo i mean you I, do not have to tell me i know i don't because <laughs> i had Catherine watch spotlight for the first time two days ago incredible movie i i, I was she had never even heard of it which was truly shocking I, and then she watched it immediately which was i was very pleased with because it's and then i also rewatched it the same night because it's so great but he in 13 going on 30 i mean is there a better scene than when they do the thriller at that party I don't know how, I know you haven't seen Big, at least not fully. And I know that this is a similar concept to Big, except yeah. in this one, she's not changing into a woman overnight, but trans time has kept going and she's skipping time. But in Big, he literally wakes up the next morning and is a 30-year-old man. Um, but in, in this, she's transferring time. I can't remember why I'm saying this. Oh, um, <laughs> so I don't know how both Tom Hanks and Jennifer Gardner are able to play a 13 year old as an adult when she keeps calling him maddie the whole time she acts like a 13 year old she is fully believable as a 13 year old in a 30 year old woman's body i don't it seems like it would be hard for a person to do that but she does it effortlessly she's amazing when she has the slumber party with all the other 13 year olds in the party and the uh in her building and they watch yeah, and they, they sing love is, love a, is battlefield. a battlefield yeah i mean i think I, she's sunshine in real life i think so too and i think she also has a bit of that youthful yes exuberance and innocence to her in real life i agree so she really was perfect for that role she uh, i don't think there's anyone who could have done it better no she they it was perfectly cast speaking of perfectly cast i just realized that back to back judy greer side character movies 27 dresses and 13 going on 30 i didn't even do that on purpose but she i mean talk about mvp of a rom-com she is a character as this as the best friend (laughs) i mean and then in 13 that's on my mind even that's on my honorable mentions Ooh, character you know what she's not in any of the other ones so i'm curious what that is um but she's great in 13 going on 30 because she's the perfect blend of like bitchy friend and also real friend and then ends up being enemy frenemy kind of thing she's what is what is uh um oh my gosh what's the word (laughs) what are you trying to say i just interrupted you to not be able to say anything (laughs) it's like perfectly emblematic (laughs) of what we're who we are (laughs) what's the word i'm thinking of i don't know i said frenemy what what a twist yes oh my god that really is that movie does have i think several twists because it has a twist first of all that jenna is the one in that in actuality has been leaking all the information to the competitive magazine that's right like that you find out that she's the one that has them and then in turn because the judy greer character finds those things and thinks she's been doing it the whole time because she has but not while the 13 year old is embodying her then does it and 
ultimately really screws her over by just taking the job she's been doing all the work for. It's a really good point. That movie is underappreciated as like having some really good story elements in it. Yeah. I also love the way she rebranded the magazine. Yes. I remember the first time I saw it, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine how she was really going to pull that off. And when she does, it's so perfect. And I cry. Well, I cry at everything. I'm a very <laughs> much a crier, especially at rom-coms, apparently, because I've now said I cried at two. But when she gives the presentation, say what the magazine should be and things like that, I cry every time. Every time. I've seen it yeah, a million times so and I cry good. every time she gives that presentation. And then Andy Circus, I know you're not a fantasy person, but he plays very this is such a weird role for him to have because normally he plays the weird roles like he's Gollum Andy is Andy Circus is Gollum in Lord of the Rings and so it's insane that he's playing a regular person because he normally I can't think of what else he's in that he plays uh whether it be like an animatronic or something he's in Planet of the Apes He's in, he's in all of those movies. He normally is famous for those kinds of things. And so it's weird that he's just in this rom-com as a normal man. And great. (laughs) Great. I can pick, I love it when he joins in on the thriller at the party. I would love to know who else was considered for that role because it's such a role that Stanley Tucci would play. I was just going to say (laughs) that it is a Stanley Tucci role. I think the only reason he didn't get it is because he, Andy Serkis in that movie is also a little mean. And I don't think Stanley Tucci has the ability to be someone mean. Well, oh oh, yeah. I forgot that that's him. (laughs) Are you you gonna say the lovely bones? Yeah. That movie is, I can't even talk about that movie because it's so- deeply disturbing to me I can't think about it it it, I am still not over having seen it I will never watch it again I've seen it once it's never it was already way more than enough I can't yeah it was okay I'm moving on because I can't but I meant like catty mean I can't really see even Stanley Tucci being he doesn't have the edge for that character because he is supposed to be like the dick boss while also being amazing (laughs) so so uh let's see you uh continue the streak here i'm feeling really good <laughs> uh-oh well i might crash your hopes and dreams <gasps> oh no my next choice is hitch okay you're not crushing my hopes and dreams whatsoever because anything that involves will smith it couldn't ever be something i didn't like i just yeah. didn't love it i think i missed it yeah well here's the thing obviously we know that will smith is amazing in it because he's never not been amazing in anything he's done probably ever in his life. Valid. Yes. Um, (laughs) Ava Mendez absolutely love her in this. She's so gorgeous. I love her character. (laughs) I love she's, she's so confident and she doesn't deal with his crap basically. And I love, um, you know, when, when he's drunk on the cough syrup, when they get back to her apartment and they have that moment of like really sharing honestly with each other. Yes. He wakes up in the morning and thinks that he left, but um, he actually just went to go get coffee. Oh, yeah. I, I love it. I love that movie so much. Yeah. 
It is really, it was very good. It was by no means, it just wasn't a favorite. It was by no means something I didn't enjoy. I just had to look up his name. I don't know why I couldn't remember Kevin James's name. I, I did the same thing. I don't know <laughs> if you saw me pick up my phone. I was looking at, I was like, who is that guy? I cannot think of his name. <laughs> so he's so good. He's so adorable. I want to squeeze him, him yes. and Will Smith together. I wish they would make a dozen movies together totally. I love them together. He I think is, they're yeah. so, so funny together. They were. They, I think they, particular. they elevate each other comedically. Totally. That movie Another is- movie that I've seen many, many, many times. And I think that that is ultimately what cripples me from loving it, that I only saw it once. And like, it was yeah. recent. I think if I had seen it when I was a teenager and loved it and seen it 50 times, then it would be the same level of favorite. But I think because I saw it too late and then haven't seen it a million times, it's preventing me from truly loving it the way most people do. All right. I'm going to get this one out of the way because I'm not sure if you like it. I can't remember if we've talked about it, so I don't want to save it for last. Something's got to give. Is that the one with uh, it's um, Jack and Diane Keaton? Yes. Oh yeah, I, I do like it very much. I talked about as good as it gets last uh, episode, and these and I, it's funny because these two are o- often confused in my head as far as title because as good as it Same. gets and something's got to give are very similar sounding, mm-hmm. so I always get them confused. But this one is the Diane Keaton John Cusack. That's who it is, right? Is it John Cusack or is it Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves. I weirdly cannot tell them apart. This is some weird thing in my head. For some reason, I think they look identical, even though they that don't. Off the charts bizarre. <laughs> and, it's, and that's what everyone tells me. And no matter who tells me that, I can't unsee it. To me, <laughs> they look the same. To me, John Cusack and Keanu Reeves are the same person. I can never tell who's what in who's in what movie in in the fact that i literally just said john cusack was in this movie even though he's not so anyway back to this movie i mean first of all i mean a nancy myers home is something Uh, to covet for an eternity i mean the house that they stayed oh and amanda pete i love Love amanda pete i would watch her in a million things i love her so much i wish she was in more because she's so adorable now, funny enough, Amanda Pete is someone that I swap with someone else in my head all the time. And, and that who, is Lake Bell. And she then, was in No Strings Attached, oh, I think. Wait, maybe that was Amanda Pete. Hold no, on. No, it's, no, no, no. It's Lake Bell. It's Lake Bell. I just, I, I thought, I, and that's so funny because I get, a wait, I get Lake Bell confused with Jessica Biel. Oh, that's interesting. Wow, this is like degrees of separation here. So, I mean, the cast of Something's Gotta Give is great. And then I love the swapping that you you see that Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson like each other, but then she starts dating Keanu Reeves. It's unexpected and weird. Like the feeling of that movie is great. And then it ends in Paris, which I mean, come on. It's like Sex in the City kind of situation at the end where she like is with John in Paris. And then I just said John again. It's freaking Keanu Reeves. <laughs> she's with Keanu Reeves in Paris and then Jack comes to says how he feels and I just I can't it's too much for me I love that movie first of all the house feels like it's another character yes and 
Also, there's something about Nancy Myers movies that makes you feel as though you could do whatever. That movie <laughs> makes me feel like I could be Diane Keaton and be a writer in a beach. <laughs> that, that, that reality is not too far away from me. Oh my gosh. That is so true. She's like showing you the life that you want. And she's like, why can't you just have this life? You could do this. This could be you. Dress like this. You you could have a a job like this, a home like this, friends like this, a relationship like this. All of it could be yours if you only wanted it badly enough. God, that is so true. I've never thought about that, but it really is true. I mean, I've thought about it in the sense that I always want to live in the houses that she does that she puts in movies. But can we talk about just as an aside for a minute, Mm -hmm. the number of movies that she has directed and or written that are my favorite movies? Yeah, because I have a feeling that I think I know a movie on your list that hasn't been mentioned. And if it's not on your list, it's got to be in your list. I might as well just say now. I was just going to say it's your turn. So if you want to just say it. It's complicated. Duh. I mean, (laughs) this was like one of the, I think it's complicated was in the first five movies you told me to watch. Yes. I think it was like. I remember it vividly. I think behind Call Me By Your Name and Father of the Bride, it was number three. I think honestly. It is one of my all time favorite movies top 10 maybe even top five and if you think that i didn't think i could become a baker and own a shop like that like you are mistaken (laughs) oh my god (laughs) oh my gosh well why aren't you doing it Catherine? i know i have watched that movie and paused it hundreds of times to get different views of both the bakery and her house Mm -hmm. yeah her i want to live inside that movie her kitchen in that movie if they could just film 30 hours straight of them just in the kitchen that would be i would watch it tomorrow i'm having a realization in this exact moment Mm -hmm. you know that i love cooking Yes. Something I do often that I'm really interested in. I'm always learning mm-hmm. new skills. I'm always reading about it. That part of that is because of her character in that movie. Because yeah. I've found it so inspiring that her kitchen is so full of delicious food, but also so full of life. I want to, to create that feeling in my own kitchen. Wow. Wow. (laughs) I mean, I'd say, well, let's leave it there for that movie, but we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Mr. Krasinski. I mean, he is so fucking funny. The funniest he's ever been. Uh, I think arguably more funny in that movie than he ever was on The Office. Yeah. When the scene when they're smoking weed in the bathroom. Oh my God. Are you smoking weed in the guest bathroom? Yes, we are. And we'd appreciate it if you were not telling anybody about this. No, never. Just add it to the list. Care for a dope? No. I don't smoke marijuana. <sighs> Me neither. Okay, one hit. Okay. <laughs> All right. My and God. I don't even normally, when movies write joke around smoking pot, mm-hmm. they're always a little eye-rolly to me. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. But, but this was... 
was so well done and so funny. And John is amazing. He's amazing. Like to make him the first one that finds out about them sleeping together, about everything in that movie (laughs) for him to be the little audience surrogate of finding out stuff. Yes. I mean, it's priceless. His, it really is. What did you see? What do you know? Nothing. Really? Harley! Okay, he checked in, then you arrived, then you met at the elevator, possible kiss there, and then the doctor went up, and the doctor came down, then there was a thumbs up, but that's it. I have no idea what happened in between. Have you told Lauren? No. There's also a point where Meryl is getting worked up, and he very delicately takes um, a large chef's knife out of her hand. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) And also, let's talk about Alec Baldwin, because what other actor could play a guy who basically cheats on every partner that he's with yeah and somehow you still feel empathy for him yes love him and want to cuddle up under his arm um i have a lifelong dream of visiting museums Mm -hmm. on a sunday afternoon with alec baldwin (laughs) and then walking hand in hand with him through central park i've thought about this quite a bit weirdly too like there are many other well not many but there are a handful of other actors that I love deeply Mm -hmm. but I don't create scenarios in my head Mm -hmm. of where and how we'll be spending time together Mm -hmm. but I have for whatever reason done (laughs) with Alec Baldwin (laughs) that's amazing wow all right so all this to say if you're listening and you haven't seen it's complicated oh my god please and you should see something's got to give to because yeah nancy myers i mean there's no have a nancy myers film fest yeah because i mean you'll you'll just you'll get your in your interior design inspos from the movie as well as enjoy rom-coms yeah (laughs) pretty much okay to move on i think i'm gonna go with what i think might be an underrated personal favorite so that i can end strong with a fan favorite so i'm gonna go with fever pitch Wow. Okay. I, and, I'm um, because it's, it's, uh, off the beaten path. It's not one like the rest of my list where it's pretty, they're very, very famous, but mm-hmm. I have a weird affection for fever pitch. I mean, J- Jimmy Fallon, is there a reason he's not in more stuff? I don't know what I got. I guess it's because he became so famous as a talk show guy, but like, he's barely an actor. And he's so good in that movie. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you watch The Tonight Show, but he taught, he's, he's mentioned it a number of times over the years, mm-hmm. like sort of, you know, gently poking fun at himself that he was only in two movies. Right. But he actually is a great, very natural actor. I agree. I think he is off the so charts great in that movie. I mean, he's yeah. basically, I mean- then I guess there's to argue like is he basically playing a version of himself so is he really a great actor I don't know but in that movie he is hilarious pricelessly cute and a great counterpart to to Drew Barrymore because I know they're very close friends and I don't know if that pre or post dates this movie I don't know if that's like because of it I I actually don't know the details of their friendship um, I'm assuming I, that they I'm were friends prior sure to- that they became friends during this movie. Oh, okay. And the reason why I think that mm-hmm. is because it was through this movie that Jimmy met his wife. 
mm. who is Drew Barrymore's production partner on Flower Films. Oh, okay. Not to say that Jimmy and Drew couldn't have known each other before. But it's probably but, unlikely that, yeah, I get yeah. you. And maybe they did know each other from SNL or something, mm-hmm. but I think this was where they really like, became really friends. became true And Drew friends. introduced him to um, Nancy, who is now his wife. Gotcha. Which, by the way, if you haven't seen the clips on YouTube of Jimmy and Nancy doing their little walks around the neighborhood during for the first few months of the pandemic where they answered viewers questions. Um, I have not. Absolutely must. Because let me tell you something, however adorable you think (laughs) Jimmy Fallon is, Uh his wife glowingly beautiful you're kidding me amazing personality she is so magnetic she has no interest in being on tv at all but absolutely should be on tv or in movies or something she so likable and the two of them their love i i mean i (laughs) i I know i sound a little crazy but like (laughs) This is a bold statement. Oh my gosh. I hope never changes, but I genuinely believe that they are one of those couples that have like a special once in a lifetime kind of love. That's how it seems when you watch the two of them interact. Stop. I'm going to the it's second really to overwatch those. That's amazing. I'm so looking for, I know what I'm doing now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I hijacked you talking about fever pitch. No, that, Jimmy Fallon, but. that was a very, I'm, I'm glad that we went down that road because I would have been very upset having not known that, but back to fever pitch. I mean, you've seen it. You recently rewatched well, it or yeah. you? Yeah. That's I've seen it a few times. I did watch it, rewatch it recently. That's what I thought. I love the part at the end when she runs across the field the song that's playing another idiot is so good for the moment and then she's avoiding the guys and like the, <laughs> the fans are losing their minds as she runs across it's just great i think it's wonderful and this is it's weird because it's such a it's a movie that's centered around the red sock me and you were raised die hard yankee fans that like, was exactly what i was gonna say i literally was watching it one time and i told my dad what it was about and he refused he was literally <laughs> like nope sorry he's like definitely ready to disown you yeah he's like well no i mean this movie literally idolizes the red sox and then ends with the fact that the red sox uh break their curse and beat the yankees in the world series and it's devast it's a devastating uh moment in history for yankee fans and the fact <laughs> yeah. that this movie like is centered around it and i love it is probably i mean i'm gonna get disowned from the contratory brand <laughs> but <laughs> i but- still to this day have trouble wrapping my mind around the fact that this was the year they decided to make this movie I, I, and yeah. it just so happened that this season unfolded in a way that led them to winning it's yeah. it's for those who don't know i think they had gone 86 years without winning yeah. so it is weird that this movie and it is weirdly like a sportsy movie Mm-hmm. And I love sports Sportsy. movies. <laughs> it's sports-ish. <laughs> like, but it was cute. It's focuses <laughs> around sports. It's not like a 
typical sports movie, but I love sports movies. And so it blends that into, and I love Drew Barrymore. I love her. <laughs> so I, I, I had to put her on my little list. She's still laughing at me saying sports. Well, I'm cracking up because, and I, and I know you have yet to immerse yourself into the world of modern family, but mm-hmm. there's a moment where, um, where one of the guys says something about like sports games. And the other <laughs> like, Honey, it's just games. It's just games. <laughs> and that was so you and you are a big fan of sports movies so hearing you say it was a little sportsy um was just so cute thanks all right okay i can't wait to hear what your next one is okay my next one is uh made in manhattan i've seen most of it could i say i've seen beginning to end i don't think i can you have to immediately okay there's something about j-lo mm-hmm. that and i might have even mentioned this to you before because once i had this realization i said it to a lot of people <laughs> okay every time i see jennifer lopez it feels like i'm seeing her for the first time i, I find her I, I mean of course we know she's beautiful yeah but it's not just that there is a quality about her that i cannot tear my eyes away from her i think she's an underrated actress totally yes i think she is an underrated businesswoman yes i think she frankly no matter how much praise she gets for anything i still think she's underrated that's how much of a fan i am of her i didn't even realize i was such a big jennifer lopez fan until a couple of years ago i love every one of her movies Mm -hmm. well i haven't seen every single one but most of them and i love them all Mm -hmm. i love her music yeah. I love her as a judge on. Oh my God. When she's, she was on American Idol, on World of Dance. Everything. She's an outstanding judge. And how I know this is the case, objectively so, is because my father says it. And he is, um, if there's a man who's hard to please, it's him. When it comes <laughs> to like the standard of anything is, you know, it needs yeah. to be top quality. And yeah. he has said to me on multiple occasions, what he how he thinks that the world of dance judges including j-lo are otherworldly amazing and i agree with that Derek he brings Huff. it up anytime yeah. he can like he says to me he's like j-lo is so listeners don't know my father but i know you do so you know what a level of compliment that is for for him to say that and for those who are wondering, the reason why Alexa brings up her father a lot is because we're cousins. So oh, yes. She doesn't typically bring her dad up in like everyday life. <laughs> but because we're cousins and I've known him my whole life, it tends to come up more. Yes. <laughs> um, but so now that you've told your com- your history with JLo, I have to tell you my complicated history. And so I need you oh. to brace yourself. The okay. story ends with I am fully on the same page with you now now but for the very a very long time i was a j-lo hater i thought she was annoying to me i weirdly got a weird vibe from her and i wasn't sure like if she was really a nice person i couldn't tell what she was like in real life and i wasn't a fan really in any kind of way but then i watched her carpool karaoke on james corden's show which i have not seen so let me tell you something i watched that carpool karaoke seven times and was like i think i'm in love with j-lo it's <laughs> like uh, it struck me all at once and then it all came flooding in like, i was she's amazing at this she's 
a beautiful dancer, incredibly hardworking. She seems to be aging in reverse. She looks a hundred times better now than she did 20 years ago. And she still, when you watch her 20 years ago, was beautiful. I don't know what is happening to her, but she is getting prettier with each passing year. She, her relationship with A-Rod is adorable. I fully... The way you feel about Nancy and Jimmy, mm-hmm. if they, if JLo, I'm like about to knock on wood, if JLo and A-Rod ever, if anything were ever to happen, I would truly crumble. Like, I think <laughs> that they were, they all, they both needed to have their own little path before they mm-hmm. got to each other. And I, now I think this is truly, they found the person I really love that I hope that's and the true. fact that it's JLo and A-Rod I mean I, like God, how did that not happen before I mean <laughs> they support one another in a way that is amazing they yeah. constantly post about one another's success well now that I know that you're a convert I can forgive you for the period of time I didn't know do you share my view that she even though she is world famous one of the most famous entertainers mm-hmm. ever Do you share my view that she also somehow is underrated? I do. I do. Because I don't think people talk about enough what she's accomplished. But having said all that, you have not talked about the movie one second. So (laughs) this sort of trope of the story is not even necessarily my thing. You Uh know, she's the cleaning lady. He's the rich hotel guest. and, (laughs) And there's like a mix up and, you know. He thinks she's someone else right. and he doesn't really know how to say it. And that whole thing is a bit, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But because it's J-Lo, mm-hmm. she just surpasses any hesitation that you might have about the story being <laughs> something we've seen before. Yeah. And she's just perfect. Who's I love that? when you're walking through Central Park and she's in that all cream. Outfit. Yes. Uh-huh. I love, I'm basically just talking about how beautiful JLo is, but I also love when they have that, um, I can't even remember now if it's some kind of gala or what. Yeah, I think it's like a, uh, a, yes. I I know. room at the Met. Yes. And she walks in in that pink dress with the diamonds and her hair up in that big bun. And who's the um, guy in that movie? Who's the actor? Um, I can't even, I don't even know who it is. his name. I don't even know if I know who it is. You do. Okay, so his it's spelled Ralph Fines, but I think it's oh yep yeah yeah because I for many years thought his name was Ray Fines. You know who that is, right? What do you mean that Ray Fines is Lord Voldemort? You knew that, right? Now that you say it, I think I must have known that on some like uh-huh. at some point on some level, but it isn't anything that I've realized. But the other thing you have to remember is that I. The only time I've ever seen Voldemort is randomly in one thing, like clip or another over the years. I've never watched a Harry Potter movie that has Voldemort in it. Yes, you have. You've seen The Goblet of Fire. You've seen the first two, no? No, you've, well, well, first of all, I know that's not true because we watched the third one together. Oh. (laughs) And then then you've seen the fourth one. It has the dragons and everything. I think that you might have stopped. No, I didn't see all of the fourth one. You stopped? Yeah. We have to revisit because that's the first. You can't be betrayed by that because I told you I was stopping. I also don't remember though why. Why'd you stop watching the movie? I was hypercritical of the quality of the movie. (laughs) I was disappointed. I had extremely high expectations for like the, the, 
sort of mm-hmm. fantastical grandiosity of what I expected the Harry Potter movies movies to be. Yeah. And so you're not going to watch the rest of them. That's not to say that Harry Potter doesn't live up to it. Yeah. For those who are ready to. Oh yeah, because for those it. who don't know, it's Catherine production quality of the movie and the set design and the I don't think you're angering anybody because I think that that's a very popular opinion that people have I think that I it's such a waste yeah no no I don't think makes feel like a tv movie yeah there's no Harry Potter fan out there that is gonna die on the hill of the movies are amazing so you're not angering anybody by saying that by any means but for those who don't know Catherine recently went on a life-changing journey of reading the Harry (laughs) Potters for the very first time and just to go on a quick aside because we're way off topic because we're supposed to be talking about Made in Manhattan but I think it's all coming (laughs) from a thing but this is important she because we need to show her this we need to shower her with support because she had a true emotional breakdown with i'm gonna be major spoilers here so spoiler alert you have okay go forward if you don't want to hear this but i'm spoiling the fifth harry potter when sirius died she literally had an emotional breakdown it was a traumatic event and that is not in any way to minimize (laughs) real trauma that people have experienced but it 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 was traumatizing i was deeply upset yeah i felt betrayed I, I felt she angry. told me multiple times that she's quitting she's not reading anymore she refuses to read the rest she and and I know for people who are Harry Potter fans out there we all our hearts go out to her because I felt I there I wish there was more I could have done to comfort her in that moment but there wasn't any I know it was inconsolable really was that was I have so much anger <laughs> for JK Rowling uh of course for other reasons as well yeah that she's a trash human but because jk rowling sucks for those who don't know you know do some research but she's horrible 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 monster of a human um but the anger i have toward her specifically for this is not just the fact that she killed him (laughs) listen i promise i'm not going to get too far into this because i might not stop talking but it's not just the fact that she killed him it's the way that she did it. Number one, you took away the only person that Harry depended on for love and support and comfort and and to be a, a parent. Well, that's not true. He has other parent-like figures, but but really that was his main father figure. Mm-hmm. That is bullshit that she, <laughs> that she did that. But on top of that, the way you're going to do it, that we're reading this book and everything's happening. And then suddenly at the snap, he's there one minute and at the snap of a finger, he's gone because he fell backwards through a stupid cloth into a who knows what other universe where he's dead. Yeah. No, no, it's unacceptable. It's you killed him and you didn't even give his character and Harry's relationship with his character the respect yeah. of having any moment for them to say goodbye or for us to even prepare ourselves that something is happening to him yeah. that he got injured and then maybe he doesn't No, just he's there one minute gone the next and harry's like where is he? he's coming back and and <laughs> werewolf teacher has to say to him actually no harry he's not coming back i'm sorry no 
Nope. Never. We'll never get over it. We'll never. For, I have forgiven people for some shit. I will not forgive JK Rowling for this. And, it's and not going to happen. Have you, did you finish that book or are you still reading it? I, did. I finished that book. Yeah. Have you started the sixth one? Are you kidding me? No. You're really not going to read them? Alexa, I have deep rage. Catherine, you have to finish it. I'll think about it. I will accept that you won't watch any more movies, but you have to read the rest of the books. Listen, I know that at this point she's a multi-billionaire, but frankly, I don't want to give her pleasure. <laughs> but you're renting it from the library. It's not even, the royalties are not even oh, going to that's her. That's literally where I get it from is the library. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You're renting it from a library. So it's not like she's not getting any royalties. If we're going to be very specific about it, I download it digitally and they do pay a licensing fee for every download. Okay. Well, but (laughs) (laughs) yes, sure. At some point, my rage will subside enough that I can read the other two, two books. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know that I'm ready just yet. I don't blame you. And I'm really actually quite worried for what is to come for you. Yeah. And you've said that in a few different ways. Because people who know, know what I'm referring to because Catherine almost said it. (laughs) So it makes me think that I know what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's, I think on some level, I think on some level you do know. And for those who, Okay. Well, that's really upsetting. I think one day you'll read them. Anyway, to get us back on topic, I'm going to go with my final pick. Um, My final one. I'm angry about whatever your final pick is because I'm just angry right now. Yeah, I just put you in a sour mood. Sorry, listeners. But um, (laughs) the final pick is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Classic. Freaking Kate Hudson. I mean, the concept is great. I love the plot. And that's really what kill, what gets me on this movie is that they both have competing bets going yeah. on. I mean, it's great. <laughs> it's like so wonderful. And then they fall in love at, for real. And there's so many good scenes of that movie. She acts like a monster through most of it. It's hilarious. And there's almost not that much you can say. Wait a minute. Is this that movie? You know who I also get confused with Lake Bell is that woman in in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. She's in a bunch of stuff. She plays like she ends up pretending she's a friend of Kate Hudson's in the movie. And then she ends up pretending to be the therapist. I can't. Um, She's in a lot of things. I And I cannot Catherine think of her name. Catherine hmm? Hahn. Yes. She is actually another one that I weirdly get confused with Lake Bell sometimes. But uh, I don't even know what else to say about how it was a guy in 10 days. I mean, I love the scene where they play bullshit when he brings her to his families and they play bullshit. The key to this game is being able to read people. Two eights. Bullshit. Bullshit, mama. Uh, huh? I'm gonna have to hurt uh-huh. you. <laughs> See, mom's never been that great at it, but why? Just cause I'm so pure of so heart. So pure of heart. In that yellow dress that's, that's on the whole, like picture yeah. when I think of because movie. it's all it's the cover of the movie yeah. for for starters but also and it's one of my all-time faves this this decade was very special to me because i had a lot on here that were favorites and had to make it and so then i had to cut a lot of stuff that i wanted to include because i couldn't not include this yeah so. same i had to cut like 10 movies yeah i'm very like our audible mentions is going to be 20 minutes today <laughs> <laughs> all right so what is your final pick 
Definitely, maybe. <gasps> I love that movie. Oh, I love Definitely Maybe. Abigail Breslin is the cutest little thing in it. Yes. And she's normally quite annoying. So she's, and she's not. Oh, do you find her annoying? Yeah, I find her a little annoying. Okay. Um, <laughs> Isla Fisher, like, put her in my pocket. Rachel Vice, I think she pronounced yes. it. Yes. Kevin mm-hmm. Klein is an effing nutcase, which is just perfect. Um... It's just a great movie. Yeah, all around. I love movies that have a passage of time in them. Yeah, like this does, and they do it really well. Yes, and you know, there's a there's a sort of mystery for us to figure out. Yeah, you know, who the girl's mother actually is. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And yeah, it's just a great movie. It really is. Ryan Reynolds is such a just like such a pleasure to watch which is a creepy thing to say but and not even just because he's handsome oh, wow i cannot believe i forgot it <laughs> um so tell me some of your honorable mentions okay so um one that i was truly devastated that i couldn't fit is failure to launch <laughs> it's because to, to me it's just not as good of a movie as the rest of them mm-hmm. but i've seen it dozens of times i love it i mean sjp and matthew mcconaughey what else is there to even say so let's hear an honorable mention 13 going on 30 which you already mentioned okay the wedding planner i was gonna say that as my next one i love the wedding planner such a classic i'm surprised that i really have to watch made in manhattan because i'm surprised you went with made in manhattan over the wedding planner it was hard and i've actually seen the wedding planner many 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 more times than made in manhattan mm-hmm. and in fact i think that might actually be the reason why i didn't choose it is oh. that I, i've watched it so many times that i'm almost over like, it edge of being sick of it i see what you're saying um and apparently i'm obsessed with weddings because my last honorable mention is bride wars bride wars see to me i almost weirdly don't consider it a rom-com even though it is because it's so much about them than yeah. about their romances that um it's not as at the forefront. But that but Bride Wars is uh I think an underrated movie in general. I agree. And Kev is in it. Who's Kev? Our, one of our favorite characters from Shameless. Oh my god, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. But I'm trying to see if there's any other honorable mentions I wanted to throw out. Is there anything else on your thing that you wanted to bring up or you got them all? I have a ton of others um, that were taken off the list. Why don't you rattle them off real quick? I'm saving them for other kinds. Oh, okay. I'm just going to keep you all in suspense. Ooh, okay. I think that's it. Till next time. All righty. Goodbye. Bye.